0: Right, so today we have the second part of our patience sermon, um, and thank you for waiting for that. <laughs> oh, there's too many jokes, and they're all bad. Um, <laughs> if you please rise out of honor of God's word. That that was a dad joke. That was yeah. Pastor jokes are actually worse than dad jokes. But I get to say both. Uh, <laughs> Galatians five, twenty-two. Yeah, I'll read twenty-two through twenty-four like I normally do. And I read in Jesus' name. It's on page one thousand two hundred and thirty-nine in your Black Pew Bible. Galatians five, twenty-two through twenty-four. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Let us pray. Father, as we come to you to learn about patience, I pray that you would, Lord, that you would guide us. Father, that you would sanctify us, that you would build us up according to your word and your truth. Lord, that you would grant us patience. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your love and your grace and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. And so, as as we continue in this, this week's the same as last week. Um, last week we talked about patience towards God. And and again, this isn't me teaching you how to become patient. This is more of a testimony as to what God does in me as he works patience. Am I perfectly patient? <laughs> no. No. But as, as I work with patience, as I... As I work with patience, no. As 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 I struggle with patience, this is how I struggle with patience. This is what God brings to me as I become impatient with people. Have any of you ever been impatient with someone? Hey, yeah, some of you are lying. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you don't have to raise your hands. I don't believe you, anyways. <laughs> so what do we do? Well, what does patience do? Patience it it looks at the whole journey as we're being patient with people. We really we look at the journey of their lives, where they are, where God is bringing them, what's going on, and really how long it's taken us to get to where we are ourselves. Because have any of you changed over the last year for the better? Not just gotten older. I got older this last year too. Um, so I have a problem with remembering people's ages. They keep changing. It's terrible. And when they, st- I know, that's another dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know how old my kids are. I have to sit down and think about it. It's like, well, when they were born then. Um, but patience looks at their journey because we really are all, if we are being sanctified, well, if we're alive, we're on a journey. If we're being sanctified, we're on a journey of sanctification. And if someone's here or if someone's here or someone's over there, what's the point? the point isn't where they're at the point is that they're moving and so i might be over here when it comes to i don't know my bible reading i'll just use some fairly easy ones you know i'm i'm pretty immature in my bible reading but when it comes to my praying i'm i'm over here or when it comes to me evangelizing maybe i'm over here and now i might be out of the the view screen and that's unfortunate but We're at different places in our lives at different things. And some things come easier to us than other things. And so some things we're more mature in and some things we're less mature in. When it comes to my emotional state, I'm very Norwegian. And so I just don't have them. And so I don't have to be mature in them. You know, but we're all at different spots. And we're at different spots and different things. And so patience looks at the journey and says, you know, this person's changing. That's the point. They're not where I would like them to be, but at least they're moving. At least they're moving. Because if the Holy Spirit's working, then they're moving. Because remember last week, how can we be patient with God? We remember the Father is working, has been working until now, and I am working. And so one of the things that happens when we get impatient with other people, and I didn't put this in there because I talked about it last week, is we're actually getting impatient with the Holy Spirit working in them. It's like the Israelites in our scripture reading today, getting after Moses because God didn't provide them water. Moses, what are you doing? You've led us here. And he's like, "Um, you remember who brought you through the Red Sea, right? Was that Moses or was that God? You know, who made the plagues happen? Was that Moses or was that God? Moses is like, why are you arguing with me and testing God? You should be going to him. And so Moses prayed to God on their behalf. Because Moses actually got that right. And so when I'm impatient with you guys, not that that would ever happen. <laughs> when I'm impatient with my family, when I'm impatient with me. You guys ever been impatient with yourself? Isn't that really annoying? Like, then you're mad at yourself. I'm like, why am I not growing faster? Um, Really, ultimately, we're being impatient with God. Why aren't you giving us water instead of going to God and saying, Lord, we need, we need. Because that's what this is all about. And so as I have been impatient with people, God has reminded me of Hebrews 5. Verses 1 through 3. So let's turn quick to Hebrews 5. Verses 1 through 3. That's found on page 1,278 in your Black Pew Bible. Hebrews 5. Verses 1 through 3. I always like hearing the pages turn. (laughs) People are looking good. Because remember, don't trust me. Trust the word of God. If I'm not preaching the word of God, I'm not deserving of the title of pastor. Don't trust me. Trust the word of God. Hebrews 5, verses 1 through 3. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of man in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sin. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness. Because of this, he's obligated to offer sacrifice for his own sins just as he does for those of the people. How many of you have ever had to be forgiven? You can be patient with them. Because what's the problem? Is a problem, oh, they're so immature. Well, what is immaturity when it comes to sanctification? It's sin. Oh, they're so frustrating. What's frustrating when it comes to sanctification? sin. What's the problem here? It's sin. Sin is the problem. If I am a sinner, shouldn't I be able to be patient with sinners? And so as I have gotten impatient with people, it's happened. God's come to me afterwards and said, Joe, you struggle with that same thing. Why are you getting impatient with them? Someone's People have rebuked you in the past and you've hardened your heart because you didn't want to listen to them. Why are you getting impatient with them when you've done the same thing? They were rude to you. They hurt you. You've done that to people too. What gives you the right to be impatient with them? Why do you think you're better? So then what do we do with that? Because this is the reality, right? Why am I impatient with people? Well, because they're such bad sinners, they haven't gotten it right yet. Right? If they were just more spiritually mature, if they were more godly, then they wouldn't deal with this. They should get godly faster. I've done that too. And so, as I've gotten impatient with people, what has God done to me? He's pointed to my sin. So, Joe, you're in the same spot. So, then what do we do with that? We bring that to Christ. God, forgive me. You're right. You're right. Me becoming impatient, I'm just going to pick on Jim because I can pick on Jim and he's sitting right there. Me becoming impatient with Jim is actually my sin, not his. That's my sin. Because uh, I once had a, no, I'll, I'll just call him a friend. I had a friend, he and I didn't see eye to eye. Uh, we actually butted heads quite often. And as I got older and I prayed about it, I realized it was his arrogance interacting with my arrogance. Because you can't have two arrogant people get along. It just doesn't work. I know, right? If one of us had been humble, we'd have been fine. But neither of us were humble, so we had problems. And so if if you have a really humble, godly, mature person, a person walking in the Holy Spirit, are they going to be patient? Oh, yeah, that's because it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And so what's my impatience? My impatience is actually a demonstration that I'm forgetting my sin. I am not walking with the spirit there. And so then what do I do with my impatience? Well, I beat myself up over it because that's how we fix ourselves, right? No, come to God and say, God, forgive me. I have not been walking with your spirit in this. I have not been living the way you want me to live. I have been living in sin. Forgive me, cleanse me because I'm a sinner too. I can have patience with Jim's sin because I'm in the same boat. Not that, (laughs) I'm just using Jim as an example. Don't worry. Kind of, no. (laughs) Does that make sense? So if you're a sinner, you're going to be impatient sometimes. But what is that impatience? That impatience is not the right you have because they're being such a putz. You can use whatever words you want there instead of putz. I I don't care. But it's not a right you have. That impatience that you're experiencing is your own sin. So confess it. Sin. That's it. (laughs) All right. Philippians 5, 1 through 3. That's on page... Wow, I turned right to it. Um, uh, Philippians... Yeah, not 5, 1 through 3. That's not the right one. (laughs) No, I I even looked over it and I missed that. My bad. Philippians two, one through three. Thank you, Vicki. Yes. It's in here somewhere. No, I don't have to be sorry. Make sure I'm hearing right too. Philippians two verses three through seven. You were right, Vicki. It was right in there. Not right there. That's my bad. Philippians two verses three through seven. Read in Jesus' name. That's on page 1,248. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And so what is my problem when I get impatient with people? It's because I think I'm actually better than them. That if I was in that situation, I would be doing this better. That I wouldn't be struggling with that. That if I had that situation, if I had that thing happening to me, I wouldn't be acting like they are. I am better than them. And so then I have the right to be impatient with them because they should be as stupendous as me. That's my sin again. It's a sin of arrogance. It's a sin of pride. It's me thinking that I in myself am by my very nature better than someone who's dealing with another sin. And that's not true in the least. A, if I'm not dealing with that sin, that's by the grace of God. If I haven't fallen into that, that's by the power and the mercy of God. It isn't about me being better. Because really, how many of us can say that we are in and of ourselves better than anybody else? We really can't. Christ could have, but what did he do? He humbled himself and took the form of a servant. And so instead of Jesus becoming Lord and saying, hey, you guys, get your act together, start doing things my way, he came and he served. He lived for us. Did he say, follow me? Yeah, he said, follow me, but that's because he was God. And so then what do we do? Do we say, hey, come follow Joe? No, follow Christ. Follow Joe as Joe's following Christ. He's the goal though. It's all about Jesus. It's not about my greatness. It's about Jesus' greatness. I'm here to serve, not to be Lord. He did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped. Think about that for a moment. That's just this crazy phrase in the New Testament. Jesus, who is the Son of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped. He waited for it to be given to him. I got to take care of that rabbit trail off that because I don't think there's an end to that rabbit trail. (laughs) This is huge. Jesus didn't do this for his, just for his sake. He did this for theirs. Have you ever, ever gotten impatient because you just got tired of serving them? Just got old. Doing it too much. Putting up with too much. I felt that. But you know the reality is? That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to be served by them. God has made me a servant of them. And so when I start to complain because I'm serving too much, I'm I'm putting up with too much, God. What's going on? I'm forgetting my place. I'm forgetting the place that Christ took. And I'm forgetting that it takes time for people to change. I'm forgetting that God is the one that's working and that he's using me. Because you know what? God is so powerful, he can even use Norwegians. Praise God. It's not just the Germans, right, Nathan? Isn't this great? It's a praise God. And this is important, though. When I start to get impatient because I've been serving too much, what's going on? I'm relying on my own self instead of relying on Christ. That's my sin again. Lord, I need help. Or am I again being like the Israelites in the desert? Moses, where's the water? Joe, where's the strength? Who are you relying on? Who are you looking to? What am I here for? Am I here to have you guys praise me? (sighs) It didn't happen. Come on, you guys. Looking for some praise here. No, that's not the point. point is to serve. That's why God put us here. He says, don't worry, I'll exalt you. But then I have to rely on him for that instead of you guys. How sad. I actually have to trust in God. <laughs> <coughs> and so when I find myself getting impatient, what do I do? When God says, Joe, you're no longer acting as a servant. Now you're trying to act as a Lord. Father, forgive me. This is sin. My attitude is sinful here. My heart is sinful because I think I'm better. 1 Timothy 1 5. And these are all things that I've experienced. So I'm not saying, hey, you sinners, you guys get this figured out. It's like, no, this is what God's been doing in me. 1 Timothy 1 5. That's 2 Timothy, Joe. That's the wrong one. Anybody who ever wants to minister to the gospel should memorize this passage. 1 Timothy 1.5. This is Paul talking to Timothy. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. So if you want to ever grow people, if you want to evangelize, if you want to disciple this is the aim of our charge. This is our goal. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and sincere faith. When I become impatient and I cease to use serving and um, humility and understanding and love and joy to encourage people and to guide them into the spirit and I start to use brow beating, I start to use anger, I start to use the wrath of Joe (laughs) to get my way faster? What am I doing? I am making it so that there can't be love that issues from a good conscience and a pure heart and a sincere faith. If I'm no longer walking in the love of Christ and I'm walking in the wrath of Joe, then these things aren't being produced because i can't produce these things in impatience because as i've gotten impatient and this especially has come to fray since i've had come to the fore since i've had children god said what's your goal here joe is your goal just to get them to obey you or is your goal to disciple them is your goal just to, get, to you, get them to do what you say now? Or are you trying to grow them? Because unless I'm walking in patience, and in, because I can't be patient unless I'm trusting God. If I'm not walking in patience and in faith towards God, then I'm going to be using tools that do not produce what God wants to be produced. I'm gonna be using mud to clean someone off. And that doesn't work. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure conscience. Well, now I'm getting that messed up. I don't know why, but these things float freely in my brain. I've memorized this passage and I can never get it right. Um, they just don't, I still don't understand it. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. How do we produce that? It's through the fruits of the Spirit. As we're interacting with people, as we proclaim the gospel to them, as we live out the gospel in our lives, this is what grows in them. It's not me getting my way. The goal of my life should not be for me to get my way. The goal of my life should not be for it to be easy for me to do what I want to do. The goal of my life cannot be my own joy, my own happiness, my own my own whatever, my own place, position, power, prestige, all these P words, they're kind of easy to rattle off. That's not our goal. That can't be our goal because that's an empty goal. All of those things, they're gone. You know, I really feel bad right now for people who live for money because as they chase it, inflation makes it run faster. You know, what a great lesson. The things in this world, they're like a bird. Solomon talks about that in Ecclesiastes. Don't chase money for it's like a bird that flits away. Try to catch it. What does it do? Stand there and let you catch it? Well, maybe Toby's chickens do. (laughs) You try catching that uh, chickadee that's on your deck. Good luck with that just flits away. So if I'm living my life for my own goals, that's one of the reasons that I become impatient. Because I'm no longer living for the aim that God has. And I can't use impatience to get this to get love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and and a sincere faith. If I'm using impatience to get my way, whatever that looks like, rudeness, crossness, crassness, whatever. Nobody uses the word crass anymore. I don't know why I do that. If I'm using those things to get my way, I'm not producing this. I'm planting corn hoping for soybeans. Does that make sense? So we need to forgive. And we need to receive forgiveness. We need to confess, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I've been using the wrong tools. My anger is not going to produce what you want. It might get quick results, but it doesn't make good results. My frustration, my sadness even, they're not going to get the results that you want. Forgive me. And I stand up here as a sinner like worse than you guys. I don't know all your guys' sins. I know mine. I don't even know all of mine. But I know that this is what God's done in me. And so as, he, as he's been working on my impatience, God does this. This is how he's been doing it. So I want to share that with you guys because as God works in you guys, as he brings these things up in you, as you are impatient, because it's going to happen and the Holy Spirit convicts you, what do you do with it? Okay, I'm just going to work harder at being patient. No. We confess. Come to the Lord. Father, forgive me. Cleanse me. Grant me remission of my sins. Guessing that none of you have ever said that. (laughs) But cleanse me. Change me. I need you to do that. Because if we understand that it's actually God who's the one that's working in us, then we can understand that it's God who's actually working in them. Praise God. Any questions? Don't worry, I'll wait. (laughs) That's true. If you're patient enough, the chickadee will come and sit on your finger. Yeah. I'm going to not follow that rabbit trail. That's a tempting one, Jim. (laughs) All right. Let's close with a word of prayer. Father, we need you. We need your patience. A gift that can only come from you. Lord, and as we fail to walk in it, as I fail to walk in it, I do ask your forgiveness. Lord, but I thank you. I thank you that you do forgive and that you cleanse, and that you change, and that you work, and that you are powerful, and that you are good, and you are wise. Lord, let us walk in your spirit. Let us come to you again. May you be our Lord in everything that we do. May we do it for you, for the sake of your kingdom, and for the sake of love that issues from a pure heart, and a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Lord, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.